Today is a hypothesis episode. Given the state of affairs in the United States and China, who is doing what to achieve their goals? This will be uh, formatted, formulated in this episode. back again so as I uh, mentioned uh, this episode is going to be about a um, hypothesis that I'm putting together or actually thought of while I was at the gym and it results from um, reading or looking at a couple of articles uh, written in the economist which um, one of them was uh, what's the name of it there's two articles I did a blog post on it One's called Joe's Joe Biden's Strong Start, and the other one's called How to Deal with China. So the and and we'll start off with these uh, little quotes here, and then I'll go into what I think the um, the game is. So this is tied to uh, Joe Joe Biden and his um, infrastructure plan. Um, he would spend four hundred billion dollars on the care industry, one hundred eighty billion on research and development in low carbon technologies such as uh, Spurge, which the administration claims it will pay for by hiking corporation taxes, would be unprecedented in recent decades. And then the, there's this, this little nugget which, uh, which tells you everything you can, you can about uh, the way people write and how terrible they write things. Um, it says, Impressive as his administration's messaging and, and grip have been, he inherited the pandemic at an opportune time with vaccines available and unemployment dipping. And if the Trump administration set the conditions for progress, it also set a low bar for it, unquote. And it's from Lexington the in The Economist. And I uh, summarize, there's a lot more to this article, but uh, I, I just said, never let a Chinese crisis go to waste is the Democrats' motto now. They certainly owe the White House and the final destruction of America to the Chinese virus. So to the other article, um, I, I t retitle it, called it Big Trouble in Big China. And uh, the bigger part of this, or uh, uh, remarkable uh, part of this uh, delusion that they have um, is regarding China. But we're going to first, I'm going to play a clip from... Um, 
what was the war room uh, was a, a from last year, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and play it, and you'll hear uh, Hunter Biden's voice on it. To go with real America. Okay. Here we go. In, in his own words, ladies and gentlemen. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling. But my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the fucking spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion found it and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing. Who was my partner? He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to build the fucking largest fucking LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father without telling me. So there's uh, Hunter Biden in his own words, and he's uh, this is him panicking, amongst other things he did. And believe me, there's a host of things he's done. And and this is the this is where we're at. So there is a quote from the Economist about uh, China, and uh, China has 64 countries as the largest trade partner, and, and uh, there's only 38 that consider the or have the United States as their largest trade uh, partner. But such dilemma, and this is from uh, the article. This isn't from the article. This is my this is my breakdown of it. Such dilemmas actually are not hard for the the elitist parasites. They will seek out a host of a host that allows the most money and the indulgence of their worst behaviors. The little guy, the workers, or the small business owners are not a factor for them at all. And moreover, the pandemic gave the Western world the opportunity to test trial at China's eager urging the command control mechanism over all human interaction, a violation of the U.S. constitutional rights that Democrats, in particular, were highly keen on doing. Republicans were only marginally better here. The Economist epically underestimates both the U.S. destruction of its own principles, courtesy of Chinese infiltration, and China's stated mission, the demise of the Western world. Uh, And then that's ostensibly the truth. Um, So to the hypothesis. So they've always since the mid 80s the chinese have uh, have uh, set their objective that by 2049 that they're going to be the masters of the of the universe or masters of the world dominating all capital markets uh replacing the us as the the world's currency replacing all trade practices uh, basically they want to become they want to be the Ro- roman empire of the modern 21st century um uh, masters of all they survey and rule the world through technocratic uh, world domination with surveillance all over the world tracking mechanisms and anyone who gets out of line they'll uh, punish now you may say to yourself well there's 200 countries nobody will possibly get nobody is going to 
sign up for that deal. Oh, you'd be surprised, um, especially when many of the many of the like you say the the world's largest trade partner. Many of those countries are you know authoritarian light anyway. Uh, they got their ten bot. They got their um, what would be considered feudal lords already in place um, that would love to continue to have their authoritarian power as long as they just bow and submit to China and do what they say. The idea is is that the Chinese are trying to suck in an enormous amount of wealth to their their country uh, from all parties. And I know most people love free trade and they think it's so wonderful and everything, but uh, the point of this is is China is going to suck in all this free trade all this all these trade deals and they're already working them out they just did a 25-year trade deal with iran they did a trade deal in november regarding japan uh south uh south korea australia new zealand and etc uh i considered uh that it was like a one-third of the world's trade uh was in the deal uh was uh sewn up with it this was after eight years of china him and han and suddenly they did it right after the, the u.s election why? Because they thought they 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 were told they were probably told, tipped off that there was no that even with the election being still contested at that point that there was no way that Trump would ever uh, succeed in his uh, con- contestation, uh, because uh, probably there was already deals brokered that uh, the the courts would not look look into this, and of course they didn't. They never looked at any of the evidence. I know many many liberals out there are like well you know. You know the judge. The judges said that you know that that uh, they didn't have standing or this or that or the other thing. Uh, that didn't ha- that didn't exactly happen with uh, the 2000 election, uh, which probably set us on the course that we're on right now. That particular election, in particular, set us on a, a course that has altered the world in ways that most people are barely rec- uh, barely recognize. Uh, for example, that was. Uh, Bush, when he took office, not only was 9-11 happening, but three months after 9-11, the, the Chinese entered the World Trade Organization. And that's a very big, that's a big part of this whole situ- this situation. That was the final piece to the puzzle for the Chinese. And the Chinese have abused uh, their entry into the World Trade Organization, which is nothing but a bullshit thing anyway. But uh, neither here nor there, that, that that's supposedly the arbitrator of of uh, how trade deals or how trade uh, policy in terms of who's violating what. and But it doesn't have any teeth, no enforcement mechanism that ever really actually gets held held to account for China. Uh, yet the United States is usually held to account on it. Um, but the, Chinese, uh, the U.S. Uh, shot themselves in the foot because they put a dumbass into office who got us into a war that we didn't need to be in um, and probably pissed off most of the Middle East and most of Africa and and anybody that the Chinese the China could could talk to and negotiate because they they didn't want to see uh, the United States get imperialistic control over over the Middle East oil and and whatnot and so there's been this blocking mechanism and we've lost that war by the way uh, because we did an absolute shit job of actually uh, of even engaging in it to begin with. If we would have never gone over there, we wouldn't have been in this problem. There was there was no need for it. It was just absolute. It was neoliberalism and neoconservatism on steroids. Because both sides agreed to go over there. Don't get don't get it messed up that the 
the Clintons and the Bushes both put us into that situation. Both are responsible, and I would hold hold both uh, both parties accountable there. But that's getting off course here. But China took advantage of that, and of course, our uh, our uh, American multinationals had been doing business in China for years. Uh, Clinton uh, divorced uh, or uh, decoupled human rights or uh, rights abuses in in China in 1994 from trade uh, policy. In other words, they could abuse their people as long as you know, as long as they produce goods for us. And they he did, he he set that course for what wound up being their entry into the World Trade Organization. And so, of course, China has kept down many of their people and abuses them to this day. The I think the the plan or the hypothesis, though, is Xi has probably dangled in front of his party members and, of course, his people in little subtle ways that, you know, if we can exploit the world enough, if we can get enough power, uh, there'll be plenty of largesse for the rest of you. Eventually, he'll be able to he'll he'll make grand gestures to the people and and uh, the people, the populace in the interior will be brought up uh, to a a better class of uh, existence. And of course, then they'll be like, oh, gee, the almighty powerful gee, he's done so awesome for us. And that'll occur because we have a bunch of stupid countries around the world that are more than willing to do business with a totalitarian dictator. I mean. He, yeah, I mean, him and the CCP are just going around. They don't care what they do to people. Hunter Biden even told you that. Uh, Jack Ma was uh, disappeared for a few months, and I think he's coming, come back into compliance, according to uh, reports. I think he's still alive. I, I haven't kept up with it, but for a while he just went poof, and his assets are, you know, still dangling out there. Matter of fact, the the article from the Economist. Let me see. I. I apologize here. I'm getting off track here, but the the money shot is is uh, the economist was glad it uh, glad it started trying to give policy issues as to what we should do about China. So, for example, yeah, there was a line in here it says China's best known tycoon Jack Ma has fallen from political favor. Foreign investors' stakes in his empire are still worth over five hundred billion dollars. So he's fallen from political favor. Now, isn't that amazing? So, and, and Hunter Biden was talking about a guy who was worth $323 billion. So what does that tell you about China? It tells you that unless you absolutely toe the line, you won't, your, your uh, ability to stay free is going to be pretty limited. And so people are getting in bed with these people, and they continue to get in bed with these people. You have uh, companies, and this was in The Economist too, you have companies that are uh, that are signing up for this shit, and they're saying uh, when they when they talk to shareholders about China, global firms gloss over this brutal reality. Very happy, says Siemens. Phenomenal, reckons Apple, and remarkable, says Starbucks. See, they 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 just will they just suck up to China like no tomorrow, because they don't want to piss off anybody there. Because if they piss off the wrong person. Um, you know, there's going to be consequences. There was consequences, I think, two months ago with Bloomberg, uh, a Bloomberg reporter who was a little bit too close to China and said the wrong thing, uh, suddenly went missing. And this is a reporter. You don't hear about it in the mainstream media. I, I mean, I saw one article on it and no one else is. I, I, I'm not saying the mainstream media hasn't said anything about it, but 
uh, I don't hear I don't hear a lot of uh, uh, squawking, and I don't hear it much in the conservative media either. So a reporter went missing, or a reporter uh, got taken taken um, taken off to jail, and nobody's done said or sh- shit about it. Now, when uh, uh, Jamal Khashoggi or whatever his name was was over in Saudi Arabia, uh, and he went he went bye bye um, due to the Saudi prince or uh, one of his minions uh, took care of business on Khashoggi. The Washington Post and all of them made a big deal out of it and blamed it on Trump, even though it had more to do with the guy and had less to do with what Trump did. Now, don't get me wrong. I, Trump made some. Trump was trying to make alliances in the Middle East. He's actually trying to make friends, which of course pisses off some people because they don't particularly care for. They don't care for Israel. They don't care for Iraq. They don't care for Saudi Arabia. And granted, there's, there's very good reason to to have those feelings about that but you better have your allies uh <laughs> you better come up with a, a plan to uh him in something like china uh even the economists uh mentioned the quad which is the idea of using india japan uh australia and i forget who the other country they think is going to somehow stifle china in other words uh, a way to uh keep them kind of under wraps uh, in Taiwan, and the, the problem is with Taiwan is is China has this in over a barrel, and there's been uh, simulations on if there was a some kind of battle over China, uh, a Taiwan, uh, China would just clean her clock because Taiwan is basically turning into the Falkland Islands, um, you know, forty years later, basically. Um, but the difference there is is the British Navy was a far superior battle group than. Uh, Argentina back in the day um, that's what I know of it and I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend to know everything about the Falkland Islands uh, situation that happened in 82 I was 10 years old and whatever I saw on TV was filtered through the media at that time so anyway with China though they're going to their 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 goal is to just run the table on the world and the world economic forum is lined with them um they have, a matter of fact, many of the partners at the at the World Economic Forum are Chinese banks, Chinese uh, operators, big operators, uh, big construction companies, and whatnot. So they're they're all working together. They're all pulling the same weight, and the United States is supposed to take a back seat. And you notice the mainstream media, and this is where we'll get to the United States. See, the reason why they're they're trying to smear the United States, and they're doing a good job of it, and we have too many stupid people in this country. Lots of stupid people who have an incalculable understand. They don't have any understanding, and it's almost incalculable how retarded they are. That the United being uh, uh, hating your country is not a good idea, especially a country where they get to wander around and say all that crap. You should be very thankful that you can even say any of that stuff, you know. But the, the, the irony is, is if they continue down this path and we destroy our country. They're going to find out that they're not going to have any freedom. They're already they they've already fa- we've already fallen prey to large internet companies operating out of uh, are operating at the behest of D.C. Uh, uh, censoring people. Like for example, the other day, Stephen Crowder, who has about six million uh, YouTube subscribers, five or six million, somewhere in that area, uh, he's he got taken, he got his video taken down, he got deplatformed for a week or whatever. And I don't, you know, whether you like him or not, I don't care. It's it's just one more voice. 
the idea is, is they're going to come for everybody eventually. And this is being driven by, I mean, if you, if you look at Google and YouTube, I mean, who are they supported by? Who's paying their bills? Somebody's paying their bills. Someone's paying for them to do this too. I mean, yeah, they can be doing it themselves. I mean, they're, they're, they're ideologically aligned, but like anything else, people don't just do, even if they agree with what your point of view is, they'll say, well, what's in it for me? You know, given, given China's nature, they would be glad to pay off the YouTubers or you pay off YouTube or Susan Wiki Wiki or Google to, uh, entice them to sub, uh, subsidize their, their censorship because the idea is, is they're trying to turn us into a closed nation. They want to turn us into a totalitarian regime. And then Xi is offering, probably putting out there as a bait to the people and to his party that he'll be able to open up China. And China will be this flourishing empire where freedom and everything will reign. But to do that, we have to we have to just go through a little bit more pain, just a little bit more pain. That's the way sociopaths and psychopaths work. They go, well, just do it for a little while longer and you'll get you'll get your reward eventually. I don't believe he'll ever do that, but he's baiting the baiting the people to feel that way. The same way with the World Economic Forum, you know, you know the idea that there's going to be this lovely happiness down the road. You just have to go along with our plan, take the vaccine, stay inside, don't do anything, don't give up your freedoms. Your freedoms are a privilege; they're not a right. You know, you don't have a right to travel. You should you should follow the rules and obey our authority and all this other kind of stuff. It's really, it really, uh, really uh, psychologically d- destructive to some people because many people are just sheep. They just love to be led around by the nose. They enjoy it. They enjoy somebody else making decisions they don't have to make. And I say they enjoy it because uh, they want to. That way, they have somebody to blame. <laughs> because once they're once they're stripped of their freedoms, then they'll they'll start whining about them. Then they'll find, they'll say. Oh my God, I got my freedoms taken away. Oh, there's an evil dictatorship. Oh, it's too late. You screwed that up. And they they never have any foresight. See, China plays a long vision game, whereas the United States were very short-sighted. That's one of the, that that's probably one of the biggest problems we have. We used to have a vision as a country. We had dreamers, we had innovators, individual people that would do that kind of stuff. And we used to have, a, a, you know, there was a destiny to this country, you know, and we achieved it. You know, in 1945, uh, we were bar none the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. Um, and we didn't go out and dominate the rest of peop- everybody, believe it or not. We could have. We could have destroyed the, uh, we could have destroyed Russia or the Soviet Union. Could have destroyed them in two months. We would have wiped, we could have wiped their, we could have wiped them from the face of the earth if we wanted to. But that wasn't the, the objective. Everybody wanted to get done with war. Nobody wanted to fight any more wars. But yet, the war never ends. The war never ends in this world. And everybody will say, yeah, well, you know, you know, you believe in the state and all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, it would be nice to remove the state, but you're never going to achieve that. You know why? Because there's always somebody looking from looking to get, garner more power from somebody else. They don't care. They don't care about what you, the idealistic uh, viewpoint of your your existence they don't care about you wanting to be left alone there are people out here that just love to pick at other people if you have something good something that looks nice and normal and you're not doing anything to anybody they'll find a way to they'll come up to your say you have like a a little farm and you have a, a fence around it and they'll say 
they'll say, you know, why do you have so much land? They'll, they'll, they'll try to subvert your thinking about why you why you have a wonderful life. And even if you're strong and you say, I have what I have and I'm happy with it, and you don't engage them, they'll eventually come back with their, the next day they'll come back with a, uh, on a horse with a rifle and they'll say, well, I think you, I think you need to uh, pay me something to have this land. And, you know, it, it, it's absurd, but that's just the way people are. We're always in conflict and always at odds. That's why you always are supposed to have a strong military. It's why you're supposed to have guarded borders. This is the reason why you're not, not supposed to just, you're supposed to have guarded borders and allow as much freedom as available to everybody. And we had that working in this country. Yes, we've had our problems, but that's what the Chinese are playing on too. They're they're sowing the seeds of mistrust. They're sowing uh, division. They they've ginned up all the the dumbass youngsters who just run around and they, they break things because they're retarded and they don't know any better. And they 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 don't have any family, no structure. So what happens when you have certain groups of people that you know grew up with no father? They're single moms. And the single moms are working, and they don't raise their kids, and they send them off to school, and the schools are indoctrination camps, and they don't teach them anything. And they come home, and they get on the video games, or they get on social media, and social media is highly addictive. And this is what's going on in the United States for the last 20 to 25 years, particularly the last 15 with social media. Social media has probably done the most destructive amount of effort in the United States of any particular uh, thing. Even the people that run social media don't want to have their kids on social media that should tell you something if they don't even want to put their kids on it why the fuck do you want to put them on it i'm cussing today because i'm a little ag- ag- aggravated but uh the point is is uh with china and the united states once they once they achieve that goal the united states will become more like china and china is going to become more like the united states that's the hypothesis here at least that's the that's the concept whether that actually is achievable for China doesn't really matter, but they're going to have they're going to have one point the, of the one point five billion people, they'll have two hundred and fifty million people with a lot of wealth and and uh, um, spendable capital, and then they'll take three or four generations, and who knows maybe they'll destroy themselves too because it usually takes about eighty to a hundred years for uh, a society that blossoms to destroy itself uh, without good leadership now. You know, some will say that that's the reason why totalitarianism works. You know, if you have a strong leader who sets forth a good, you know, we're going back to kings and empires, and that's what that's what Xi wants to be. He wants to be the he's his title is the paramount leader. He wants to become the supreme leader of the entire world. And we have a bunch of dupes and suckers, and 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 they know this. They should know this. If you work in politics, if you work in industry if you're a ceo a cfo of any major corporation and you've done any billing dealings with china or the united states the problem you've always done and the biggest thing i the, the most disgusting thing for some of these people is they have exploited the united states and they've they've and then now they're they're trying to make money off of china they went over to china because they can make tons of money and they can indulge themselves in their pleasures lusts so many of them are cheaters or flanders and and uh they're involved in all kinds of stuff but you know what that's what the chinese want cuz then they got you then they get the dirt on you because 
they have so many excess people that they just send out people to be Chinese spies to spy on you and gather dirt on you. And then they have you controlled and then you'll do what they'll do what they tell you to do. And that may be what's possibly happened with all these multinational corporations that are run by certain CEOs and CFOs and, and their, their top executive vice presidents. Um, they're so compromised by, uh, that they don't want to be, uh, they, they make deals based upon the fact that, uh, the Chinese have already knocked on their door and said, or sent them a little package and say, say you've been cheating on your wife here, 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 you're having a, say a homosexual relationship. And if I got out, you'd be fired. And so, or you'll, your messaging should be, you know, black lives matter and, and, uh, you should push racial equity and critical. In other words, they're being blackmailed the whole entire time. And that's just a hypothesis. You know, somebody who can question my thinking, but I mean, there's a, there's a certain amount of, uh, um, of, uh, uh, neatness to that idea see it, this is what the i think the chinese have always done throughout their history i mean the reason why they're the the middle kingdom or they've been around for five thousand years is they exploit people next to them they always have i mean the reason why japan exists is because those are offlanders those are about 700 a.d um there was a certain group of chinese uh uh people or people that were tied to the to that to the continent that decided to to shove off and uh, look for greener pastures and thus you have the Japanese uh, the island of Japan um, that's how their culture uh, started uh, you know ostensibly I mean, I mean they, I'm sure there was some native culture there in Japan and there's there's always been islands island chains with people on it but very rare um, I mean they had to get there through travel and trekking and lots of failures and whatnot but um so that should tell you something and of course you've had the then of course taiwan that culture uh was ostensibly uh formulated uh, in 1949 when they went, uh, moved from the the mainland uh the capitalist i guess you could call them or the non-communist decided to land in taiwan and for many years taiwan and taiwan's now a, a first rate you know uh modern society South Korea, they're a first-rate modern society. Um, there's there's just too many instances where you see that. So now, though, uh, Beijing has uh, formulated the best of both worlds. So I'm going to leave it there uh, for today. Um, we'll do a quick closeout here with uh, Adams. But um, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their day. I know it's hard to to imagine that the Western world will uh, fall prey to uh, such devious deviousness from the Chinese. Uh, there is probably ways to um, subvert their culture, but it requires a lot. It's going to require a lot more than just talking about it. It's going to require action. And the problem is with American, the U.S. society is we're we're dithers too much. We're not run by our leadership is compromised, as you know, with Biden, and they're not going to uh, they're not going to make any headway. In fact, they'll probably wind up collapsing us before before that happens, thanks to their stupidity and thanks to their uh, financial mismanagement and and the. A host of other crises that they're not going to address appropriately because they're already addressing them poorly now. Anyways, um, 
I think I've said enough. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless America. Stay safe out there.